Hey, what's good, everybody? This is Keeping Up with the Joneses. Keeping Up with the Joneses podcast. Yeah, yeah. Keeping Up with the Joneses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With Jennifer J and Baby J. Yeah, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Welcome to another Keeping Up With The Joneses podcast. And on this podcast today, you know we done been to the movies again, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, this isn't one of those late night conversations like the other episode was, you know what I mean? We went to the movies again, and uh, my wife isn't one to say anything because this is going to be a very interesting conversation about the movie. So... Baby, tell them what movie we went to see. We went to go see The Green Book today. That's right. The Green Book, starring the big homie Masahari Ali and Viggo Mortensen. Hi. No. <laughs> you know what? Stop it. So you already give this shit away. But, um, uh, okay, so um, the movie is about um, uh, Dr. Don Staley. It's actually a, a, a true story about... Um, a black pianist and an Italian um, guy who worked at the Copacabana and all that stuff like that. He was was into public relations. Yeah, he was into public (laughs) relations. And he he got a job to drive uh, Don Staley, Masahara Ali's um, character. After being highly suggested. Right, after being highly suggested by a lot of people. He um, was suggested to drive him through uh, the South, through the Chitlin circuit, basically. Not just the South. They went through O-H. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they went through the Midwest and then they went down South. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the movie, you know, I'm going to, as the dog tries to drink more beer, um, and the beer bottle falls. The dog is off the chain. So you tell him about what you thought about the movie first, babe, while I pick up the bottle. No one knew the dog was drinking beer. Oh, well, I mean, it just... Sucked. Okay, so I got to tell it. The, we're, we were drinking some German beer. Head and, and I poured mine into a glass so I could actually swallow the crap. Because she bougie as pizza. <laughs> and our puppy, which even though she's a puppy, she's huge. She's 50 pounds already. She, uh, she started licking on the empty bottle. That's it. That's all. Anyway... Um, what I found interesting about the movie is that it it was just a turn of events where the Italian he didn't like white people. <laughs> Sorry, he didn't like black. He didn't like black people. Right. And well, not I don't think he didn't like him. He was just kind of more like he seemed more disgusted. Right. It, it just it just gave into the, you know, because the movie is set in the 1960s. It starts off and the movie is in 1962. And, uh, you know, just, you know, that was when uh, a little bit before the civil rights movement and everything like that. And, you know, people had their opinions about other races. Yeah, this was like in the thick of it. Cause right. He, he talked about Kennedy and all of that. Right. And so, um, you know, you could tell that... Uh, Viggo Mortensen's character was a little, you know, on the prejudice side when um, some two black guys came to their house to fix something. To fix the floor. To fix the floor. And 
the wife gave them something to drink. I think it was lemonade. Right. <laughs> that cool, refreshing drink. And he, he watched them from the living room drinking out of those cups. And right. then he was like fixated on these two cups that were now sitting in his sink. Like, mm-hmm. And it, at first it didn't seem like he was going to do anything about it. And then he slowly walked in there, picked up the two cups and then threw it away. And, and threw I was the, like, yeah, <gasps> threw the cups dang, away. it was right. that bad? Right. And so so then, you know, um, uh, his family was kind of like that, too. His family was like, you know, why didn't you get, you know, you could this is a good Italian job and you got them in here doing the job. But what was funny is they called um, the black men eggplants. And I was just like, (laughs) have you seen one in real life? (laughs) (laughs) So so that's what happened. And then, you know. He worked at this club. The club closed. And so he had to find work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back in those days, people just wanted to find work to make ends meet. Right. Money wasn't, I mean, much. They didn't say, wh- oh, they did say why the club was closing. It was... Renovations. Yeah. Right. So it was closed for two months. And back then, they're not going to pay you just because you're not working. It's not like nowadays, if the business is shut... They should still pay you. Right, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. back in the day, it was much, much different. You but, had to actually bust your butt to but, make a dollar. you know, with the Copacabana, they had all those mob ties and everything. Right. And so it was like, yo, I can get you the job. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it. You know, I make you work. You two months, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but he didn't really want to do that. And so uh, he got the call to be a limo driver. A limo? Yeah, I mean, well, a driver, a driver for somebody, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't know right. who the doctor was. He thought it was he was going to some doctor's office, but right. he went to what was it, Carnegie Hall? Carnegie Hall, Carnegie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carnegie. He went to Carnegie Thank Hall, you. and little buddy stayed right up above Carnegie Hall. Right, nice little yeah. apartment. You could exactly. tell he was cultured and he was all around the world. Exactly. So you know, so the story goes on. You know, they go through uh, the tour and everything, and then they get to. Uh, you know, the, the deep south. Too. Yeah, the deep <laughs> south and, you know, the racial prejudice and stuff that was going on in the south was really big. And, um, touchdown. And, um, you know, it got, it got dicey because you found out stuff about uh, the doctor. I don't want to get that part away. Sorry, guys. He just squirreled. He's watching NFL at the same time, and he just said touchdown. So he kind of had a brain fart right then. But before they went to the South, they were like in Kentucky and Ohio and stuff like that. You were going to mention Ohio again. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I thought it was funny because he was like, hey, we're in Kentucky. We need to eat Kentucky fried chicken. Right. Which was hilarious. And they did stop and do that. And this is where the stereotypes came in. It was like... Hey, don't you listen to Aretha Franklin or mm-hmm. don't you eat fried chicken? Right. And this guy had been so cultured, like he's all over the world. He wasn't that stereotypical black guy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right. You know as as an Italian thought he would or should be. Right. And it was he was like no. Right. I've never eaten fried chicken in my life. Right. And it just, you know, and it, and the movie showed just how, you know, just how racism was, man, and how how people were, you know, like the little subtle, the subtle stuff to the just, mm. you know, sometimes they say racism is uh, overt and covert. 
You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so you saw how it was covert in some places, but the further south he got, it yeah. was just overt. You know what right. I mean? And um, so their their friendship builded and everything. Is that a word? Builded? No. Built? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Their friendship mm-hmm. got stronger. Right. And um, that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? Right. And it just makes me love the North even more than the South. (laughs) (laughs) Because there was a there was a point in time in the movie where they got pulled over in the South, like deep what? I I don't remember. Louisiana, it was Louisiana. Was it? Yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And um so they got pulled over by the police. They had a whole different interaction. Versus when they were on the Jersey Turnpike and got pulled over. Right. It was a complete difference. Exactly. And it was just it was just like, wow. Right. And it, it just and it, you know, the story, it, it it definitely is a good story and how they how they break everything down and how their friendship yeah, grows came about. as yeah. they travel and everything. And it was it was a good movie, yo. Right. And they really did look after each other. Right. He tried to make um, the doctor tried to make the Italian more like respectable. Like, right. don't you don't have to always be angry. You don't always have to uh, be fighting yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Calm down. Pay yeah. for things. Not everything <laughs> is <laughs> yours for the taking. Like, you don't have to gamble and all that other stuff. And um, <clears throat> he t- and then the Italian t- taught the doctor. You know, it's okay to let your guard down and be. Huh, you know, enjoy right. other things, not just what you've been accustomed to. It's okay. Right. Eat some fried chicken. It's okay. Exactly. To go to a little um juke joint and um get down with some of your fellow men. <laughs> right. Exactly. Literally. And um, you know that that was that was a cool thing because it was like both of them learned a valuable lesson from from one another and that's what made their friendship so much stronger and um you know i don't want to you know we don't want to give away all the stuff yes, that did. happened no you don't yes i do no, you don't. <laughs> it, well, i mean we just did but you know but uh but it, it was really it was really a good movie man i, I enjoyed it you know yeah, me too you know it was like it's not one of those where you're like oh lord i know what's getting ready to happen now oh lord i know what's getting ready to happen now i mean right. even though you kind of could tell but what happened wasn't always what you thought would happen. To be honest with you, as soon as they were in the South and they got pulled over, I already knew how it was going to turn out. Right. To be honest with you. Right, exactly. <laughs> because, oh, well, shit, because you're in the South. Right. So you already know. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it, was, it, was a, it was a really good movie, man. And, you know. Listen. What? Okay, so I don't know if everyone knows, but I'm biracial and black and white. Yo, it really did pull on my heartstrings when he said... Um, I'm not black enough and I'm not white enough. Oh, yeah. That kind of um, got me a little bit. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. So. That was, yeah, that made you think. Because, because you know, it, it was basically one of those things where there's a black guy that was cultured. He knew more than just the typical, stereotypical stuff that black people supposedly know. Mm-hmm. And... But he had to make a living for himself, and he was talented. Right. So, you know, is he not black enough? Is he not white enough? And, you know, he's getting it from both sides. The white people think, yeah. don't like him because he's black. The black people think he's too sedity. Right. So what, what the hell do you do? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's crazy. And it's, I don't know, that's just, uh, it was really touching. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Now, now um, what do you give it, though? Out of five stars, what do you give it? 
Um. <clears throat> uh oh, here goes that pause, people. Um, to be honest with you, I felt it was a really good this time of year kind of movie. Right. So I'll be honest and give it a five stars. There Ooh, wasn't the acting was good. The um the message was very strong. Right, right. Which I truly loved and appreciated that. And then I kind of understood how the doctor felt, you know, just by that previous statement. Like that really it kind of touched home for me. So yeah. it was kind of like I I mean, of course I wasn't born back then, Jesus. But um it was very touching and I just hate that the world used to be like that and still is like that. I hate to say it, but it's just not as boasted about. Like back in the day, like racism was like strong and people stood by it and they projected it and they made it be known. Like, I don't like you. Now, I mean, it's still around, but not as forceful like, of course, back then. So... I don't know if it's we're making progress or just people are just not as vocal about it because they know they get a ass beat. <laughs> but um, I give it a five. What do, what do you give it, babe? You know I'm gonna have to agree with you. I enjoyed it from like the very beginning. I give it five out of five mm-hmm. because you know. I was worried about the movie, but... Yeah, I was a little worried about it, too, <laughs> at first. But then it, it really it, it started getting into it, and it was really good. So I give it five out of five because, you know, you start thinking about, you know, people people want you... It's always somebody out there that tries to put you in your place. You oh, know what I'm saying? tries to, right? Yeah, they try to put you in your place, you know, let you be like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. I know you can do this, that, and the third, but at the end of the day, you know, you still blah, 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 blah. I loved how the doctor stood his ground, though. Right. He was like, I'm not putting up with it no more. Exactly. And and so, you know, that, that really uh, uh, resonated in the movie, but yeah, definitely a five out of five. Because uh, I think it's already like being talked about for like Academy Awards and all Ooh. that stuff like that. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. You know what I'm saying? I can see a Best Supporting Actor <laughs> or something like that right. going on. You know, it was good, though. It was really, really good. Right. Yeah. Definitely a date night movie. And you know what I found to be very extremely like shocked and awed about? I've but, never heard of The Green Book. Oh, I've, you haven't? I've. Listen, I was raised by a whole, my whole family is white. Oh, true, true, true. I was never raised, and then I was raised in Ohio. I don't even know if we had a green book up true. there. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I've never even heard of a green book. So when I heard about the movie, I'm like, why in the heck do they call it a green book? Right, right. And for those who are as ignorant as I am, Go ahead and tell them what a green book is. Well, the green book is back in the uh, 60s, you know, when they had places. Or before then. And before then, that they had places that were for for whites only and places that were for blacks only. There was like a travel guide, you know, like your AAA travel guides and maps and stuff like that. And it was a travel guide of places where it was safe for black people to go and um, so that you wouldn't have any trouble when you were traveling. Yeah. And so that's what the Green Book was all about. That was so sad. Right. And as soon as that came up, I was like, oh. Yeah. Then that, no yeah, clue. yeah. I had no idea. I was in total awe. So, and I was just like, 
Damn. So yeah, it's, it's it's one of those movies where you definitely need to check that thing out, man. Yeah. It's it's really good, and it's a good holiday movie. It had a ho- it was holiday themed, right? Too. Exactly. So, perfect timing for us to go see that. There you go. So uh, both of us give it a five out of five for the Green Book. Y'all make sure that uh, you go and check that thing out because it's definitely definitely <laughs> worth it. Yes, and also go check out my husband. Hey He's now. on social media. That's right. At Radio Baby J. And uh, wifey is at Jennifer J. 83. That's J A Y Y 83. Okay? And two N's in Jennifer. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is, everybody. Leave your comments and everything. And give us five stars. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if you saw the movie, we definitely love to uh, uh, hear your comments about it and everything like that. But right. that right there is another episode of Keeping Up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. Our dogs drank liquor.